Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Tuesday the 12th of October. I'm joined today by Milena Armin, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Milena. How are you doing today? Hi, Peter. I'm all right. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, So what did you find most interesting in today's edition of Watson's Daily? Well, I I must say that there has been lots of interesting news today in Watson's Daily. Um, However, the most attractive piece of news for me today um, was the article from The Times about the fact that higher food and energy prices dent uh, confidence. Mm-hmm. consumer confidence. Now, yeah. talk a bit more about the article itself. In short, um, it talks about research made by the British Retail Consortium and one of the big um, four accountancy firms, KPMG, yep. shows that supply chain shortages and rising food and energy costs has affected consumer confidence. Right. Now, this is interesting because it, it's interesting to see that the data from Barclay, Barclay card, yeah, um, um, which shows it. Sorry, it's interesting to see that the data from the Barclay card shows uh, kind of the same thing. Yeah, um, and it shows that September spending was thirteen point three percent higher than it was in the same period um, last year. Sorry, yeah. two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Um, but it was actually spent on fuel um, and grocery, on essential items, um, mm. let's say, and which indicates that consumers are getting more cautious as a result. Mm. Now, it's it's very interesting because uh, Barclay Card um, processes a huge percentage of card transactions. Mm-hmm. It's a very good indicator because it, it's very accurate mm. and they can actually split and kind of analyze the data um, to reflect an accurate depiction of consumer spending. Yeah. Now, as you mentioned in the, the newsletter today, I think we're going to see strong consumer spending um, in Q4, mm-hmm. especially as people are preparing for Christmas and want to indulge and have a nice Christmas period. Yeah. To me, Honestly, the most fascinating aspect of this piece of research is that it shows how people and economies adapt in the aftermath of lockdowns. Yeah. If you remember this year in April, when bars and pubs opened, consumer spending was higher on experiences Mm. as people paid to go out with their friends, socialize, have a bit of fun. Yeah. Right. And following from that. Don't we all? We all all (laughs) want a bit of fun coming into the end of the year. I mean, fun all the time, but, you know, especially at the end of the year. Yeah, I remember freezing, um, just freezing, because it was such a cold period of time. But we just, me and my friends and everybody actually uh, just went out because of the need to go out and socialize and yeah. the house. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> totally understand. Yeah. So following from that, there was again an increase in consumer spending on items such as clothes and luxury items, mm-hmm. particularly due to the pent-up demand over lockdown 
Mm. And due to the fact that the the shops and uh, stores have uh, started to open gradually. Yeah. Now, the, the, the same thing appears to be happening again now in the run up to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, again, it's despite higher prices as you pointed out in the in the newsletter people want to pay to have a nice christmas mm-hmm. even, even though this means that they're going to go into debt as mm-hmm. a result and uh, but anyway they are willing to pay for it because of um of of the need to actually have a bit of fun and a nice mm. time yeah following a tumultuous year actually yeah. two years yeah. Back. yeah 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 yeah, I don't know. Don't you find? I mean, I'd say it's a bit of an aside from from Watson's Daily. Don't you find that? I don't know. Like last year and the bit of the year before, it all seems to merge together, <laughs> and you you kind of I don't know it's it, because it, it it was all so dramatic and everything sort of going well, not so well. Um, it just all kind of merges into it one another, I, I find anyway. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think people are definitely wanting to have a better time. They want, you know, are very much appreciative of um, seeing their friends again, um, you know, maybe inviting, having parties maybe, hopefully, you know, all that kind of thing. They want to do that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I um, it is, uh, I think it is inter- the, the spending data from Barclay Cards Mm. is well worth i think with a lot of these sources you know when you're looking at what is the uh what is the consumer doing you have to take different sources and put them together to make an accurate picture because Mm. some sources can be a bit lagging so i they can be a bit old they can be a, a reflective let's say more of what went on in august rather than what went on in september for instance Whereas I think Barclay cards, I think, uh, generally tends to be a bit more current. Um, so if you can mm. take um, the trends that you see and then you can back it up with what's what's um, you know what Bar- Barclay card is saying, I think that's the old you know that's that's the best thing. But um, normally, when um, consumers are spending on just food and just groceries. Mm that does indicate that they are not feeling confident and therefore um, won't be spending any time or necessarily in the near term um, on anything a bit more kind of, you know, leisurely, you know, like going to restaurants and, and things like that. Um, but then again, I, I'm not too uh, worried about this because, you know, during what we've seen is, is um, maybe a bit of euphoria over uh, summer Maybe there's a bit of, you know, there's a bit of a bit of a calm before the storm. Um, you know, I think people are going to realise that prices are going up, mm. um, and and that there are shortages. So I, I suspect that shop that uh, spending is going to come back, um, and um, you know, it it will it will it will start you know it will start off again. Um, but the other thing as well, of course, is that uh, we've had this fuel thing going on now for the last few weeks. And I suspect that a lot of people will have maybe um, curtailed their trips or intended trips to say out of town um, uh, retail parks and things just because they don't want to run out of petrol, you know? So I suspect there's going to be some of that is going to be coming in as well. Um, But then again, you know, we've, 
in the, in the not too distant future, we've got things like Black Friday and obviously mm. Christmas and things coming up. You've got uh, Halloween uh, if if you're into Halloween. I mean, my my two boys are very much into Halloween. I'm not. I'm really miserable <laughs> about Halloween. Well, I don't know. I'm really kind of. I don't. I like. I really. I know this is very controversial, but I don't like trick or treating. I don't. It's essentially going around to people's houses and begging. Um, you know, a, a begging with a sort of slightly nasty undertone um, from from little kids. Um... It, it's actually, yeah. It's a. Uh, to be honest, it's it's funny you you've you've said that because um, I grew up in in uh, Romania and yeah. um, we didn't have uh, trick or treating. Yeah. Um, so when when I moved here, it was something weird that was happening around. Yeah. This, this month that people were knocking on your doors and they <laughs> yeah. were asking for treats at the beginning we didn't know exactly what was happening so well yeah. we, we didn't know yeah. but hey here's an apple here's a carrot exactly. have this have a carrot you know this is great exactly. uh, this will be good for you so yeah so um, no I'm, I mean and actually I'm probably I'm, I am definitely showing my age here but like when, when I was a kid it wasn't a thing at all it really has been a, an American import, um, probably now for the last few decades, I, I would have thought. So, um, but yeah, for me, it was not a thing. I mean, we knew of it, um, yeah. but that was that's not a thing. So, but anyway, so yes, I mean, we've got um, various retail kind of events, if you like, you know, where people do tend to buy stuff. So, we've got um, yeah, we've got Halloween coming up. Then mm-hmm. there's then and, and, and Black Friday, Cyber monday whatever you know all the various different days um and then of course the lead up to christmas yeah if you overlay on top of that the um higher costs um uh, delays in shipping etc um I, I you think you know I, i've been saying this before but people will buy earlier and um yeah it'll be big i think yeah so anyway um i'll move on to the next uh to the next topic and um I actually thought I would mention today um, the subject of shrinkflation, which I just noticed <laughs> I've spelled incorrectly on the thing. So anyway, um, so shrinkflation. Now, the thing is, with, so what is shrinkflation, right? Shrinkflation is reducing the size of products, but charging the same price. So what is going on at the moment um, is or that the companies are already doing or at least thinking about how to combat the rising um, uh, rising ingredients costs whilst at the same time maintaining sales so obviously one thing they can do um, you know with regards to rising ingredients costs is to increase prices overall however um, another way they can do it is to make less of the like a smaller packet of the same thing mm-hmm. and charge the same price. So, for instance, Walker's crisps apparently cut, are cutting down the number of bags in their multi packs from 24 to 22, which I think is quite clever because I don't think people are really going to notice that, um, although obviously we've just said it here. But um, also they are talking and this is I hope everyone who's listening to this is sitting down. Um, but they're talking about the shocking uh, possibility of reducing the size of Kit Kats and um, smart Smarties. Now, I'm presuming with Smarties, it will be um, fewer of them in the bag rather than making them even smaller than they are now. 
Um, and then also KP has actually cut the weight of their peanuts and their £2.50 bag from 250 grams to 225 grams. So it's all a bit kind of smoke and mirrors and stuff. Mm. But I think it is a good way of doing it. Although I must say the Kit Kat thing. Kit Kat's my favourite, number one, always has been. Um, we can't cut it down. They they definitely shouldn't be cutting it down to three, three <laughs> fingers of Kit Kat because I, I think that that would just cause civil war. Uh, so... <laughs> So, you know, maybe they'll just make them shorter or something like that. But anyway, um, I think it's a very good way of doing it. Um, I think that people will, I suppose they will note, you would have thought they might notice. But um, the interesting thing here is um, what this does is it means that people, uh, consumers are less likely um, to, uh, to go lower. You know, so they um, they won't they won't trade down. So they'll mm-hmm. still get the same thing and they won't trade. It means they're less likely to trade down. Um, but I think in this lies a, a big opportunity for the likes of Lidl and Aldi because they do provide either the same product or very, very similar products mm-hmm. um, that of well-known brands. And I think that as time goes on i mean i i don't feel there's really that much of it there's not a stigma and at all i don't think um of aldi and you know going to aldi and lidl i think there was you know maybe 10 years ago and you, th- you know some people were thinking oh you know I, I it's my secret pleasure i'll just go go there under the cover of darkness so no one sees me uh and then i'll quickly sneak in sneak out you know um it's not like that anymore and i, and I think that um you know, it does. It does some really. They do. They both do really. Ex, some really excellent products. My favourite, just again, right? Uh, Lidl Bakery, absolutely right. Uh, Al, and and Middle Isle, I guess. <laughs> um, Aldi, I would say barbecued. Anything that's marinated, good. Um, smoked salmon, excellent. Uh, Parma ham, good. Steaks, good. Right. Yeah. Vegetables, not quite. So they seem to go off a bit quicker than you would get them. But, you know, that's just a personal perception. But anyway, I think that these kinds of things, I think that they're very, it's very interesting um, and it will provide them with more uh, opportunity because last year, I think it would be fair to say that unusually the, um, the big um, British supermarkets, so Tesco's, uh, uh, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, etc. You know they did really well um, under lockdown because they had they already had their their delivery, um, uh, you know, networks and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they did really well at the expense of Aldi and Lidl, who didn't deliver or not really. They sort of yeah. did, but not really. Um, so it may be that if people are feeling that that household budgets are being squeezed they might be they might decide right this year we are going to do you know aldi lidl rather than sainsbury's waitrose tesco or something um so i think i wonder whether the pendulum will swing back towards um aldi and lidl and away from the um, british supermarkets but the main caveat with that is that um, Tesco very recent, I think last week or so, said that they were going to cut prices for Christmas. So who knows? Maybe mm. if, we're, if we're in for a, a price war, it's great news for the consumer, right? So we can all buy more and 
maybe buy two Kit Kats instead of one, you know? Relax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Going back rem- to the Kit Kat. <laughs> exactly. Do you remember, though? Do you remember, uh, it wasn't very long ago, maybe last two years or something, do, do you, um, Toblerone, you know, when they, that was really shocking because they they cut the number of triangles <laughs> that yes, were available in a trope. Yeah, I still remember. <laughs> it was an outrage. I know, outrageous, outrageous. But yeah. anyway, um, so anyway, yes, I, I don't know. What do you think? Shrinkflation, good thing, bad thing? Um, I think it comes with times. Um, mm. and, and now it's, uh, as you mentioned, it, it's a very good opportunity for um, the brands and mm. producers to kind, to kind of um, reduce the ingredients costs without mm. having to actually compromise on the recipe. So if yeah. you think about changing suppliers, for mm. uh, to pay uh, less for your kind of main main um, um, manufacturing costs, yeah. Uh, then it would change the 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 recipe, or it would actually change the taste the taste of the chocolate or the taste yeah. of the actual product itself. Yeah. So I think it's a very good um, um, and beneficial um, thing for for the companies to. Reduce yeah. costs without having to um, hire to to increase the prices for their product. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, this is as as you mentioned. Um, it's a good way uh, not to actually force your um, consumers and your uh, yeah. and your clients' base to actually go somewhere else and find cheaper alternatives and to trade down, as you mentioned. Yeah. But with Aldi and Lidl making it even more compelling um mm. with their with their campaigns uh, especially for christmas now as you've just mentioned i think mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a, a tricky situation um although and i i i do i think it this is accurate um because i think one of the main marketing campaigns for aldi or lidl is that you can actually buy the same prices for mm. Significantly for a significantly less amount of money than mm. you actually pay for at Tesco's or at Sainsbury's or mm-hmm. as so yeah I it's a trade off of course for for families who struggle a, a bit during mm-hmm. this time to have a, to have everything that they need mm-hmm. on the Christmas table mm-hmm. but I think it's it's a very doable way and. Um, it's 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 great for us for consumers and for struggling families uh, yeah. to have this to have the, the these options yeah definitely so there we go um you know shrinkflation the new word uh, the new word yeah um favorite new word since the last new word that i heard which was farmageddon um, oh. which was that word um that we used a few weeks ago when all the farmers have been I think that's what was that about? That was all about farmers being uh, or agriculture being um, affected by supply shortages ah. and uh, CO2 shortages and all that kind of stuff. Uh, all CO2, pro- yeah, CO2, potential CO2 shortages. So there you go. So Farmageddon and um, shrinkflation, <laughs> two fantastic words um, that we've seen uh, recently. Um, anyway. All right. Well, look, uh, I think we'll end it there. But, um, you know, thank you very much indeed, uh, Milena, um, for your for your insights today. Thank you, Peter. No problem at all.
no problem at all. And um, thank you, as always, um, to the listeners for listening and supporting. Um, then, and just to just to let people know that obviously, you know, Watson's Daily, the the new website is up and running. Um, so please, uh, please have a please have a look at it. Um, we've got a forum going as well, so you can engage with us. Um, I'm just getting used to it myself, but um, I'm trying to. What I'm try, what I want to do is I'm going to try to spend uh, about half an hour engaging with it. Um, about lunchtime and then half an hour later on in the day as well. So if you want to ask any questions or um, spark debates or anything like that, um, you know, you can go, you can go right there if you are a subscriber. So anyway, um, uh, I will leave things there. Oh, there are going to be, by the way, in terms of, it's not just the um, website, there are more things coming. So um, keep, keep coming back because there's even more coming soon. Anyway, uh, anyway, thank you very much indeed. Have a great day and I will um, speak. Well, we'll both be back again tomorrow. So many thanks indeed. Bye, Peter. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye.